recording live from a beer garden on the Mars International Station. It's Craft Cryptid. Can open a cold one with your two favorite brothers, conspiracies, breweries, and everything in between. It's time for Craft Cryptids. Hey, what's up, everyone? Craft Cryptids here. I'm glad to be back again. Uh, we're really in in the vibe here of recording. This is going to be what this episode number three now in a row that we've uh, released. So. Um, thanks for uh, listening to our last couple episodes now that we're back and uh, ready to go, man. You ready, Jonathan, tonight? Yeah, I'm so ready. I just cracked my beer open and I went to smell it and I got beer all over my nose. So that was quick, man. We are, uh, I am ready and rearing. I got a brand new uh, beer pickup spot that I'm super stoked about. It's serendipitous. It's right up the street from me. It's called Chuck's Hop Shop. Um, it's like this is beer garden. They got 20 beers on tap, but you walk in and it's like, it's like a Bevmo, but beer only like huge, um, all, all craft beer. So really stoked. It's like, um, earlier I talked earlier, after I talked about Belmont station in Portland, it's like that, but on steroids. So super, super stoked. And that's where I'm getting all my beers from. Oh uh, damn, man. So, so you got your stimmy a couple weeks ago and uh, you're getting in that new beer spot, huh? Did you get your stimmy? I got mine a couple weeks ago. I didn't get a stimmy. No, no stimmy. Uh, no stimmy for Jimmy. But uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll figure it out. And worst comes to worst, like they just sent me fourteen hundred dollars in beer. I'll be like, yo, IRS, don't worry about the cash. Send your boy fourteen hundred dollars in a like a keg, a single keg. I guess that would be an expensive keg, but yeah, hit me with, with that, that. keg. Oh, okay. We're on the same wavelength here. I see what you just cracked open. Yeah, man. Uh, well, so happy, what do you got? What do you got I'll, there? Yeah, I got a. Um, I've drank from this brewery before. They're called Ex Novo. They're a um, not-for-profit brewery. So all the all their profit every year they put into like one of three charitable causes. Um, I think international justice, um, like Northwest, like child. Uh, care and some, something else. So they have a couple, they, a couple of different great uh, charity causes. Uh, I'm drinking one of the four in this series called Kill the Sun. It's a super cool label. It's just black and it has like o- orange lettering. Nice. And- that looks pretty cool. Looks like um, almost like what a uh, like screamo, a screamo album. Screamo band album oh, that would totally. be their their name of the band. This is a, 20, the Sun. a 2010 like uh, post punk yeah. album, you know. Uh, yeah, so this is the they uh, they I guess they do this every year and or look they did the last two years and it's like one a one shot brew of it and they um, they don't make it again. So this is the Mexican hot chocolate uh, stout. So it's barrel aged imperial stout with chocolate, chilies, vanilla, and spices. Uh, it contains lactose. It's eleven point eight percent, so it's a it's a heavy hitter. That sounds really good, actually. I'm not and, uh, sure I've, I've yes. ever had a spicy beer, but that sounds pretty interesting. 
I always thought spicy beers were like gimmicky until I had one, and they're really, I, I think they're really good. Uh, this smells like, it smells like cinnamon, uh, lactose, sugar, um, very like stouty, you know, like um, malty smell. Um, I'm, I'm gonna have a sip real quick. What are you drinking? So man, I got a classic. You can't go wrong. Um, and actually, let me start this off by saying our uncle has been hounded us to drink this beer on air for a couple years now. Um, can you believe it? A couple years? It's been a couple years since we started the podcast. But that's crazy. So I'm drinking a classic Guinness Stout. Can't go wrong. Um, everyone knows Guinness, right? It's a low ABV dry stout. Um, has a nice. You're, you're, this is going to get you excited. It has a nice, sweet, and light head. You like some sweet, light head in your life. Who doesn't? You know, Classic Guinness has a, a coffee and chocolate um, notes to it. Um, like when it passes over your tongue, it's like velvet flowing over your tongue. Mm, um, yeah, yeah I, I'm feeling great. I had a um, couple left over from... Um, a few weeks back from St. Patrick's Day, and it's Guinness. Four out of oh, five. Oh, it's solid. Yeah, yeah. Guinness. I, I got uh, I got a Guinness in my fridge right now, just sitting there from St. Patrick's Day. We did the same thing. There you so go. I, I think Guinness might be one of the best. Like, I guess it's not technically a craft beer, but it's not like a Bud a Bud Light. You know, like it's an import. It's one of my. It's one of my favorites. Definitely the the best like mass produced stout. I think. Um, so I, I just had a couple of sips of my kill the sun. This thing rocks. I'm going to give it a four, seven, five out of five. Hell yeah. Damn. I, I never give beers that high of a rating. That's super high for you, bro. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's very, like very heavy. I don't know if I could drink more than one though. Like this is a, when you're drinking this beer, that's what you went to go get. You're not going to be drinking anything else after this probably. Um, for an 11% beer, it doesn't taste super boozy. Um, it's like really strong notes of uh, cinnamon and vanilla. The chili just barely like, it's like a little bit of cayenne pepper chili, like at the very end. Just okay. a little, apa. And it kind of hits you in the back of the throat. Hey, hey there. Yeah. Uh, so pretty good. Really thick. Like like you mentioned with the Guinness, very, like, it's a very thick, heavy beer. Um, but this is good. I, I'm kind of bummed I only have this single can. Um, I'm have to go back. I mean, this was it was pricey. I gotta admit that. So the price reflects how how good it is. You bu- it's just uh, per can you buy it. Yeah. So was you it can, eight um, bucks, ten bucks? It was it was eight bucks. Yeah, um, makes sense. Which, you know, for a single beer is not cheap for a single can beer. You know. But yeah, four point um, seven five. That's a really high for you. So high. Have you been smoking that Seth Rogen weed or what? That's super high. <laughs> you know, what's crazy is I think um, in one of our earlier episodes, I had I rated it be really highly as well. So nice. Uh, maybe I've turned a new leaf. 2021 yeah. is the year where I'm not giving things 3.25s anymore. You're not a beer snob I'm, anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm not a beer snob anymore. Hey, before we get into uh, the topic for the, the day... For the episode um i don't know if you heard um but again maybe i saw this article like a week ago where um they're like come this guy who was a part of um trump's 
like board of directors or whatever. I forget what it's mm-hmm. called. I'm not super into politics, but uh, he was like an intelligence director or something. Um, but he's coming out saying that there's going to be more um, like details released about um, UFO sightings. Basically, they have m- more than what they've released. And he said he wanted to release it before Trump was out of office, but it just wasn't, you know, at the top of the list of priority. So he's like, well, we got, well, did you hear, you know, because there's other things going on. Like, I believe, let me look this up right now. I just saw it. Um, one of the states in the Midwest just is like putting in, like, the Fish and Wildlife Department officially said, like, if you bring them a living or dead Bigfoot, they'll pay you $2 million. I saw something about that vaguely as well. I mean, that's obvious. Like, come on now. Well, then they're, they're also, oh, it's Oklahoma. And, o- and then an Oklahoma lawmaker is also proposing an official Bigfoot uh, hunting season. Like, so, like, basically, so, like, so if Bigfoot is a real animal, we're going to start uh, hunting, the, hunting these big feet, which is kind of, I don't know, I think it's a little silly, but, um, Imagine, I think, like, if there was going to be a Bigfoot hunting season, it has to be, like, you can hunt, every person can hunt one Bigfoot on, a, like, on a leap year. Like, <laughs> on, on that one day, whatever, it's February 29th is when, you know, we can record, we could, uh, you can hunt a Bigfoot legally. Like, it's... it's you're it's only so- allowed to bring four shotgun shells with you. That's the max amount. and They have to be made of pure silver. <laughs> pure uh, silver of course yeah man leave bigfoot alone he's just trying to chill in his blurry home with his blurry self uh, with his blurry tv shows come on man yeah this man's just blurry all right like hashtag blurry lives matter the uh the direct quote from representative justin humphrey who's uh in the house for oklahoma is a lot of people don't believe in bigfoot but a lot of people do. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I mean, factual statement. <laughs> Very factual. Fact. At least one thing we could tell about him right off the bat, he's not a liar. I like mm. that. Yeah, I like nothing. that. Uh, well, so what do you got uh, for us today? You, you're the one who's bringing this topic forward. Yeah, so I want to talk. You know me. I love parks. I love the outdoors. You know, Actually, I, I do know you. I've known you my entire life. That's not true. I've known you. Oh, my entire life. you got me with my own material. Yeah, grow up, dude. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about the curse of Escalante Petrified Forest. Huh. Um, Escalante Petrified Forest is actually a state park. That you can visit in Utah. Of course, Utah. They got all the cool stuff. Uh, dude, Utah, though. Yeah. Utah, and I, dude, I was telling this to someone today. You know, I think America is a great country because if you want, like, especially now, pretty much anything you want to do, you can find somewhere in the country that is legal. If you want to smoke weed, you can find it. If you want to live somewhere where your people aren't allowed to smoke weed or drink, you can find it, right? That's southern Utah for you. Um, or just all of Utah for you. So that's amazing. It's a little suspect that Utah got maybe the most beautiful land in the country. And they said, no drinking. No beer for us, fellas. Right, right. It's, uh, and I know, I mean, I'm sure there's some non-dry counties, but that is a conspiracy I would like to dig into one day. But 
You uh, could, uh, yeah, I mean, in Moab, you could drink beer. It's not a dry county where Moab is. Well, and I know, like, there's some dry counties in Utah that you can't even, like, um, it feels like almost like old school bootleg laws. Like, you can't, you're not even supposed to legally drive alcohol through the county. Um, of course, that didn't stop us from doing so. Like, we're not going to throw our beers away. Right. That didn't stop me and you when you say us. Because remember that one time when um, we traveled back in time during Prohibition mm-hmm. time um, and we were in Kentucky and we were bootlegging bourbon yeah. for um, the crime family in Chicago. Yeah, the we syndicate. didn't, we didn't syndicate. care. No, we didn't care. What I cared about was the fact that I had no idea how to drive that freaking uh, Model A. And then yeah. the, co- the cops were coming up on us and good for us. These things ain't going too fast, you know? So I'm just, I'm zooming down these country, you know, country roads. Take, Take me home. home. I'm, I'm zooming through them. And, uh, 25 miles an hour, maxing out. Yeah. And the cops are spinning out. I'm like, guys, grow up, figure <laughs> it out. Have you ever heard of a freeway? Come on now. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a great time, man. I actually liked it more when we traveled back in time to the invention of beer. I thought that was like we were there. There's a bunch of like old dudes, like monks, long beards, and they were like, Yeah, that was great. Huge, like they were like debating in a language we didn't understand because, you know, it was like ye old English. Yeah, that was and, really awesome times. Yeah, it was really cool. I liked how we just drank their fermented water and we were like, Needs more hops. Or, <laughs> or have you heard of sours? Right, sours. I remember that. I brought up the sours, and the monk was pissed. He was pissed. He was like, I just created this thing called the IPA. Where's India? Um, Well, I didn't know since I didn't know we were going to get into all of our time traveling stories, but since we're we're there, we're here. Yeah. I think the time I like better than that when we went back to the um, Stone Age um, and. They didn't have names back then, but uh, the the caveman in the region we're in, he he threw his, he had a couple apples. He threw one in the back of the cave. Um, he didn't realize he forgot, and then it fermented back there. And you know, there's a little puddle of alcohol, and we all just started oh, yeah. slurping from it. And uh, it got wild. It got wild. You know, the gatherers all came back, and they were they were pissed. They were pissed because we were, were dancing naked and. And they're like, we've been gathering, and you guys have been doing what? Eating rotten apples? And I was like, yeah. How can you understand what I'm saying? You don't know English. It was crazy. Right. It was a crazy time. I, I remember, too, like, we were like, they had, like, fermented grapes, and we just tossed it. We were just like, get, get the hell out of here, grapes. Yeah. So Screw that. I don't know. Yeah. We might have set back wine by a millennia, but uh, whatever. Sorry, guys. We're, beer, we're beer guys. What do you got to happen? Um, beautiful. Well, now we're in the present. And oh, speaking of time traveling, yeah, you guys realize we didn't talk about any stories in the future. Maybe you should do go do your own conspiracy thinking. I won't give I won't give any hints why we're not going to the future. But yeah, there's a whole. I think y'all got to get your act together. We so. can't get into that right now, but um, you can't go into the future from your current present. Like you can. There's just a lot more to it. Going back into the past and then coming back to where you came from, since no no issues. 
no issues. We'll get that'll have to be um, another episode, bro. We need to start talking about this forest that got scared. Hell yeah, brother. Oh it, first it's I was afraid. the petrified I forest. Petrified. <laughs> yeah, dude. So what happened? Well, here's what happened. Bitch ass <laughs> forest. Get the scared forest of everything. Was like, the forest was just chilling. He's like, yo, I'm a forest, no big deal. And then um, you know, this forest the forest picked, you know, started smoking a little weed. And uh, the cops rolled up, and they were like, huh, I'm a scared-ass forest. Um, man, I'm on one today, and I love it. This beer has already hit me. I'm feeling Gucci Mane. So Escalante um, Petrified Forest in South Utah. What, what's up with this place, man? Yeah, so the Petrified Forest. It's, it's a park known for petrified trees. So these are fossilized trees from over 130 million years ago, um, and they've hardened and turned to rock. So this is like an actual state park any of us can go visit. Most of these now are like fully broken off, um, so they kind of look like really dope rocks. Um, near the visitor centers and throughout the park, they've like reconstructed petrified trees on the ground. So you can get an idea of what it looks like. Just wanted to lay some groundwork here for what we're talking about. Um, but over the years, as folks have continued to, as folks have continued to uh, visit the park and take pieces of the, like the petrified wood with them, they're reporting like these crazy stories happening to them. So. Um, first and foremost, uh, it's illegal to take petrified wood from the park, but people do it pretty commonly, right? It's a federal offense, uh, right? It's a federal offense, it's federal yeah. land, like, even taking, I think and, taking anything, like, even if you took a rock and, or some shit, taking anything, basically. Is, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. People think, like, oh, it's just a rock, right? But if a million people visit this park and a million people take one rock, it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, this resource, this petrified wood, which can't be made today, it's just gonna disappear. Right? Hey man, where'd all the rocks go? <laughs> yeah, oh. well, well, oh. yeah, we're in a petrified forest for all the petrified trees. Yeah, well, everybody's just been taking them home one piece <laughs> at a time. So I was seeing, so this stuff's like 150 million years old, right? Like super old. Yeah, it's hella old. I mean, this is before we. Like this, these were trees before we started drinking with the cavemen. You know so why do you <laughs> so why do you think people like so they would you just mentioned they would take like pieces of the petrified wood? Is it just because they think it's cool and they want it as like a souvenir almost or what? Yeah, exactly. I think they look like they look like really cool rocks, you know. So like it's certainly something that you could like use as a paperweight. You could flex on your friends, you know. I think and people just like. At the end of the day, humanity is like, oh, that's a shiny, cool thing I wanted, right? Yeah. Uh, so that, that's that's kind of the vibe. Um, so I know I heard a story, because um, I looked into it a little bit myself. Basically, people, right, would be taking this petrified wood, and some of these people started having, like, like misfortunes, like misfortunate events would start happening to these people. Um, 
And I know one of the, the cases I saw is someone took petrified wood and then they wrote a letter to the like the state park apologizing for taking the petrified wood. Uh, like yeah. broke their collarbone, broke their foot, ribs. And, base, and then that person, like their motorhome caught on fire. Um, and then like engine in his car, um, like it exploded and like, crazy stuff to this one person and so it's like whoa it's like it's like i'm cursed almost yeah exactly i mean people are like they're saying things even like um like they're writing letters to the visitor center where they have them displayed right and uh they're saying things like um my girlfriend of three years as i drove home broke up with me she's a hoe (laughs) <laughs> or like um, this other another story that's written on there, and these are all handwritten notes. Is this this woman steals a a, a rock on her honeymoon moon trip, and twenty later or twenty years later they divorce, and um, when they're getting divorced, like it comes out to find like one of the things in the divorce settlement is the rock, and the man <laughs> doesn't want it, she doesn't want it. Like they both think like the reason this this uh, marriage went wrong is because all these like curses that happened from from a petrified over rock. a 20, 20 year span, huh? <laughs> yeah. So some of these like that, I'm like, uh, that don't, that don't make sense. But some of them are like this. This one guy writes, um, he took a thirty pound rock, so he took a, a huge. <laughs> he took a big ass rock. He took a big ass piece, and he was like, uh, he doesn't say what happens. Just in his note, which is displayed at the Mystery of Conscious uh, Wood, that's the name of the display at the visitor yeah, center. Yeah, yeah. Is um, he says it was worth it for me to have paid for shipping to get it back to you. I don't want this curse anymore. Um, so How much do you think shipping was for a thirty-pound rock? <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. You think he sent it USPS? Po- the postal service? He had to have FedEx that deal. Oh, and you gotta think too. Like, if this just bothered him that much, he's priority sending it, right? And they're like, "Do you need someone to sign for this?" No, just leave it on their porch. <laughs> Get it the hell away from me, brother. Uh, hey, yeah. brother. And so, like, what all these people say is like they see this display. Anyone who walks in there, and they're always like, "These warnings are phony. The park service has made this shit up to uh, convince us not to take their rocks." Right. And in ev- every single like letter, it's like. They all write, the warnings are not phony. Do not take a rock. It is cursed. Um, and there's just so many, there's so many uh, different stories of like people taking a rock. Here's a great one that I wrote down. So this note tells a story of a group of five girls and each of them take a rock. And shortly after, um, they start suffering these crazy consequences uh one of them got extremely ill and starts vomiting on the car ride home as they pull over there's a like there's an attack of flying ants that comes out from a nest and starts uh like flies into their head uh gets all in their hair (laughs) um then they mention that like these are lesser but like on the on the road home like as they stop and they shower like they go to get drinks at like a local spot and um they hit a bump in the road and every single drink of all four girls flies into the air and spills all over the car. <laughs> um, and they didn't wait to find out 
like they turned around, wrote the letter, and returned the rock. It was waiting on the visitor center door. So why are all these people writing letters, like just to apologize and say, my bad, it's legit? Well, I think a lot of them are writing letters because they're mailing the rocks back. <laughs> that's like, so I, crazy. I think ultimately that's what it is. Like, because you have a lot of like international travelers, people who are like, you know, Utah is not an incredibly accessible state for the rest of the country, right? Yeah. So you have a lot of people who are traveling, stopping by, and then just uh, they're like, I'm not driving all the way back there with this bad luck rock. Who knows what's going to happen, man? I got some bad luck. So has there been any, like, so they're writing these letters, mailing back stuff. Like, have they written after, like, saying, hey, we returned it. We're good now, or? So nobody, I mean, like, I don't think, basically the way they've, like, the, from my understanding is there's, like, this display at this visitor center and um, in this room that they call the guilt room. So I don't think they display any notes. The in guilt fact, room. I love it. From like um, a lot of this information is coming from like a video I found of like a, a ranger just talking about the curse. Yeah. And he says like they don't even put new letters up anymore because they don't, they have so many rocks wow. that are coming back to them that they don't know what to do. Like they can't, and people will outline like you need to put it in this specific location, you know, go up the trail three miles. There's a tree, put it underneath the tree. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. And the, the rangers are like, dude, what? Oh. Go fly a kite, man. And so there's actually a secret pile of returned uh, rocks. Secret. So when you say secret, the location's unknown. The location is, yeah, it's not publicized. Of just mm. rocks, and they're just like, we throw them all right in this pile because we have no idea where else to put them. Back to still, the pile. It still sucks because people have taken them out of the natural like landscape, you know what I mean? So now there's a, a fat pile of rocks. I think one thing that's interesting and makes this curse a little more creepy is that there's no because i looked into this part there's no like true there's no explanation of mm. where the curse is coming from like why is there a curse so it, it's very ambiguous and it's like I, for me at least that's what i get scared in horror movies like the jump scares, that type of stuff doesn't creep me out. But like the uh, psychological stuff um, where they're super like ambiguous with certain creepy things, it just gives it even a creepier feeling in my opinion. No, man. And you're right on. Like, I think there's always people always try to make, you know, they always default to like it's some in Native American curse. But people aren't even defaulting to, to that for this. They're just like, hey, I took this rock. A lot of bad shit happened, and I want you to take this rock back. Um, I'm reading a quote here from this one letter in front of me, and it says, "Believe me, if I would if I would have known the curse with any of the rocks, I never would have taken these. My life has been totally destroyed since we we've been back from vacation. Please take these back so my life will get back to normal. Let me start over again. Forgive me for ever taking these." Man. Like that's intent. That's not like a man. I twisted my ankle after I took a rock. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's not like oh my bad. It's like people pouring their hearts out. Please take this rock back. Want nothing to do with it ever again. Yeah. It's just it. It's kind of mind-boggling to me, and I think that's why. Like I, 
this is more for us even to talk about, right? Because there's not a whole lot of meat here to the story. The story is there is a real place. There's a real place. And this place is in Utah. And there's some petrified wood that people take. And when they take it, a curse happens. You know what I mean? Like there's not a whole lot of, uh, there's not a whole lot of, um, substance to it other than we know that shitty things are happening to us when we take the rock i mean do you think though it's possible like some people are just klutz right oh yeah like i tend to be with certain things like not walking or anything but if i have stuff like if i'm holding stuff like i drop things all the time or like things go flying it's just who i am so i i mean there might be part of this where everyone knows that this is a curse I, I, some people are glutton for punishment. And I think some people maybe just let's just take yeah. something and see if we get cursed. Right. And then like four weeks later, oh, I got a paper cut. Well, that's just everyday life stuff. Like, but oh, I got a paper cut. It's because I had this rock. Like, and of course, paper cut. I'm just thinking of something dumb. To say. No, no. I mean, you're right on, dude. And I, I was in the same line. I was like, ha, okay. If I took a rock that I knew was cursed, I'm gonna blame all the bad shit in my life. I would have blamed COVID on that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but the head ranger of the park is like, we get thousands. They said uh, we get thousands of these rocks and letters a year. Like, this is not. Yeah, that's a a lot, bro. That's a lot. Yeah, it's not a couple of folks. It's just. Pretty, you know, all year we're getting letters constantly. I mean, I and you said they get so many that they're like, they're not even putting them up anymore. I don't know. Uh, I know yeah. we haven't officially gone in to chug it or toss it, but I, I'm leaning towards tossing it, bro. I think it's more of a. Okay. Everyone's hearing about it, so they just want to get involved and like, you know, twenty. Okay, take take a rock. Twenty years later, you get divorced. 20 years later no sorry how about just hey kevin you're you've been an asshole for the last two years (laughs) okay like i agree the rock hasn't done anything you're just an asshole okay or you know hey um karen no man you just you always have to be right and you don't ever you know you get argue you got an argument at the bank because you want to wear your mask and they kicked you out like come on you're just a jerk i don't know that's just uh let's just go into it i'm tossing it bro i'm not i don't know petrified i think we got to go to utah and get some petrified wood and test it no i'm good i've had a rough enough year as it is man i think uh i think i'm gonna chug it i think they they are getting you know i think maybe most of these people aren't actually cursed but if there's if there's this many people all just writing, writing them constantly. I think, uh, I think the curse might be relevant. Now, like you said, the tw- this is happening over twenty years. That's not a curse. <laughs> you just you picked a shitty person to get married to. Like that's your bad. Like, but, oh man, I took a rock twenty three years ago. It's been sitting in the trunk of my Trans Am, and just yesterday I totaled that car. That damn rock. <laughs> yeah so i don't know dude i think uh i'm gonna ch- I'm, i chugged it to it and i i did take a fat gulp of my drink uh i think there's like 
and this is always my go-to for conspiracies and cryptids, there's a non-zero chance that this could be happening. You know what I mean? There's a small percentage that, yeah, you know what? Maybe I took this rock and it was in my pocket constantly for 20 years. And Jared really was just being a dick because of this rock. And now that I don't got it, we're in a happy marriage. Imagine but, uh, um, Zabarzu from planet Grocon, who, you know, as an alien came out to Utah and was like, oh, we don't have any petrified wood where we're from. Let me snatch this up. Let's go. Uh, we're going back to Grocon. Uh, let's pass Nebulae 5, okay. turn left, and then head straight through Nebulae 6 and just about 10 more minutes, take a right at the gas station. It's not really a gas station. It's a plutonium station. Yeah, I We don't know any of these things. It's Anyways, only- they get to Grucon, yeah. and then like three days later, he's doing laundry, and his whole <laughs> laundry system explodes. That damn petrified wood. That damn petrified wood. You think about like how – how do, how would Earth curses impact aliens, bro? Right. Does it transfer over through different – if you're in different star system? I don't know. I think the sun might cancel it out. I don't sun's, know, man. Sun's kind of OP. That's a whole other thing, though. Just like we're talking about going to the future is tough. That's all. You know, that transfer – transfer system i don't know if it carries on with i'm not a scientist i'm just an idiot you know like i can't i all i can what my best skill making a dumb podcast (laughs) i'm talking about i'm not a scientist i just stayed at a holiday inn express remember those ads (laughs) yeah i do so i'm gonna i'm gonna chug it man i'm gonna chug you're chugging it i'm tossing it i think i think good old one dude just took something broke his leg and Thought it was a curse happened like right away, and now everyone wants a piece of it. So I'm I'm tossing it, you're chugging it. Um, so do you think though, like, and this is something else that they talked about a lot. The ranger talked about a lot is that they'll get pieces of wood back that aren't even from the petrified state forest. <laughs> so here's one right here. This letter right here says like, basically, my grandpa bought this at a like a flea market. And he died from a heart attack within a week. Um, I want to return it to you so that the same fate doesn't befall me. Sir, this this is a Wendy's. Yeah. Well, then it comes back. (laughs) It comes back. And the ranger's like, this is not petrified wood. It's like just some some other type of rock. Right. And now I'm like, well, was that rock? Was was that rock cursed? Oh, shoot. Basically, moral of the story, if you go to a national park, guys – don't take anything with you. It's, don't take you know, a rock. That's don't rude, take man. a rock. Don't take anything. You're not supposed to. It's there for a reason. Take a picture and a memory. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, that was a good little. That was a good little ditty there. A scary ass. A forest that's a scary ass forest. Scared yeah, of everything. Scared. Yeah, it's scared of everything. Yeah, I cannot say that right. That Guinness is just going to my brain, bro. Dude, I feel like this. Uh, this kill the sun actually hit me pretty, pretty good. How could like we wouldn't want to kill the sun? That'd be bad. Yeah, we'd be donezo like the dinosaurs, bro. Yeah, well, we were there when that happened. <laughs> we'll have to save that for the next podcast, bro. 
Well, thanks you all for uh, listening to our dumb stories. Um, yeah, we'll be uh, doing episode four next week. So yep. get ready for that. And I mean, that's about it. We're just chugging along. We have a bunch of bunch of episodes that we're going to continue with. I know recently we did like seven and then stopped. Um, don't worry. Episode four is going to be out next week. Don't got to worry about it. Episode five the week after that. Um, we already got a bunch of stuff planned, so uh, yeah, can't so wait to keep pushing it. We'd appreciate, you know, if you if you knew somebody who was li- listening to Craft Cryptids, let them know that we're back. As always, tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your cat, um, have them listen to Craft Cryptids, and like, please send us a you know comment on our Instagram post what you want to hear. Comment how you know how we're all wrong and it obviously was it is a curse um whatever we love to hear from you guys so give us some engagement and um hope you listen on next week yeah just let us know do you prefer conspiracies cryptids paranormal stuff um we got a whole range of stuff coming out so um until next time uh keep those beers nice and chilled and cold um and uh don't drink and drive All right, y'all. Have a good one. Later. I think Bigfoot is blurry. That's the problem. It's not the photographer's fault. Bigfoot is blurry. And that's extra scary to me. Because there's a large, out-of-focus monster roaming the countryside. Run, he's fuzzy. Get out of here. Gotta go. I have a...